Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 169 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Guys, I'm just going to take a moment here to say thank you. Thank you for engaging and following. Thank you for listening to the podcast and thanks for sharing the podcast. Like, man, so many are are like, they have a group me with their worship team or they have a group text and they're, they're sharing the link. So the rest of the team gets a chance to listen. And man, that just gives us life. We're so grateful. Uh, We're so grateful that you're finding the entertainment, the encouraging and the equipping, which is what we're about. And guys, you've already heard a little bit from her. (laughs) It's none other than big (laughs) Yancey. Once again, (laughs) she's back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've heard of a few people doing, um, I was talking to someone the other week and they were like, yeah, we share the podcasts, uh, you know, every week. And I'm like, man, that's so awesome sharing within your team. Guys, thank you so much. Fantastic. Super encouraging. Fantasmic. (laughs) Oh no, no. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. I think that we're in for a tasty treat today because Big Tasty is... He's on fire. Oh my gosh. Like Brian said, we want to equip you guys. So we're going to share some resources with you today. We are going to laugh at the ever popular segment of prayer concerns. Now, Brian has told me that he's got a special surprise in store. He told me he's doing something different. I don't know what he's going to do. So I'm a little bit. You're all going to experience it together. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a little bit in the dark and I'm a little bit scared, but we got something coming with prayer concerns. Yeah. Yeah. And then we are going to be sharing a conversation that we got to have with Chris Brown from Elevation Worship. Chris Brown. Awesome conversation. Um, So that's what we're going to be doing today. But before we get to all of that, Brian, will you take just a moment and tell our listeners about our friends over at Planning Center? I sure will, because Planning Center is the best, the B-E-S-T best, right? They are, (laughs) they are undefeated. They have been a game changer for me personally. And I know for, if you're using Planning Center, they've changed the game for you. I can, I know that. Uh, So here's the deal. Planning Center has an app called Church Center. We've been telling you about that. Uh, This is an app for your congregation. You give your congregation access to this Church Center app, and here's all the stuff they can do. They can register for events. They can join groups. They can give. They can check their families in on the weekend. uh, They can manage their personal profile information. And now they can even uh, reply to their scheduling requests from Planning Center Services. It's like a one-stop shop for the people in your church, and they've changed the game again. They're the best. You can learn more at planningcenter.com slash Church Dash Center. They're like the Buckies of church management systems. They are. They are. <laughs> Which I've never been there, but I've seen videos and you heard about go, it. Man. You got to go. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> um, do you know when we were with Chris Brown, I had one question that I didn't get to ask him. Oh, what was it? It is, how many times have you arm wrestled Pastor Stephen and what is your record? Mm. Okay. That's a good, yeah. I'm, I felt like that's something that the followers really wanted. They probably want to know that. Do you regularly wrestle? Yeah. Arm wrestle I think with, probably there's got to be, I mean, you don't get guns like that without. 
I know without arm wrestling. Arm wrestling, right? <laughs> right? Um, so you're going on a trip. I am. I am. It's spring break. We're hopping in a car. We're driving up to northern Arizona, southern Utah. Um, nice. Going to see some national parks, get out in nature. Uh, so here's the great thing. We, we're, we're just so blessed with our timing. You know, it's been in the 80s here in Phoenix which I haven't been happy with. It's been shorts weather, but wouldn't you know the day that we leave, there's a storm front coming through and oh, there's going to be man. snow up there and the highs are going to be like in the thirties. And oh. so it's going to be uh yeah, loads of fun you get to though. pack your boots though. It's boots weather. It's, it's true. Although I, I don't think like my that. Chelsea boots are going to hold up. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I only have worship oh, leader type man. boots. So <laughs> I hope that you have a great trip. Yeah. Thank um, you. I'm actually headed to Boise, Idaho later today uh, on a slingshot trip. So looking forward to seeing Idaho eating some potatoes, yeah. hopefully. I mean, that's one they of the should, things that they're known for. They right? should have all the potatoes there. All the potatoes. Wait, How many different kinds of potatoes can I maybe I find don't know. on this trip? Do you like sweet potatoes? Love them. Yes. Like sweet potato fries? Do you like sweet potato fries? Yes. I Yes. Okay. Kim loves them. I, yeah. I love Kim, so I eat them. Oh, man. That's you like those. I love them. I yeah. love sweet potato fries. So she'll do like a mashed sweet potato thing with Ooh, yeah. like butter and some goodness on there. I like that. A whole that's, lot. that's good stuff right there. Mm, yeah. Delicious. You're making me hungry. <laughs> I know. I'm like, it's lunchtime. <laughs> so, um, we're going to see you at experience conference mm -hmm. in September. Yeah. Say it's like six months away. For our people, for September. our friends south of the border. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not great at rolling the oh, R's, but I, I do. That's Satie Embry, right? I, I just, I think you're close. September, I think it's 6th through the 9th, Experience Conference at Walt Disney World. Yeah. Guys, you've got to join us. You can go hit the link on our bio. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll find all the people that are coming so far. They just announced uh, John Egan and Andy yeah. Rozier, who were just on the podcast on episode 165 from Dwell Conference. Uh, they're going to be at experience as well. And man, those are just great dudes. And there's a whole long list of people, but really what you need to know is Jen's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Right. Scott Longyear is going to be there. It's going to be fire. Right. So you need to join us, hit the link in our bio, register to join us at Walt Disney world in, in say Tiembre. <laughs> Not just once, twice. You did it twice. Right. Say Tiembre. Oh my gosh. Uh, and, while, and just like hey, yeah. while they're out there surfing the webs, right? What should they do? They they you should head on over to worshipleaderprops.com and check out some yeah, merch. You should. Yeah, you should scoop up some merch, right? Represent. And wear it, wear it to experience conference. Yeah, you know we'll have like a hangout like we did last year. Mm -hmm. We will. Um, Brian will have a sharpie so you can get his autograph. He loves doing that. Yeah, I can devalue <laughs> anything you want me to, uh, and. Guys, we'll record a podcast yeah. with a live audience. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be awesome. You got to do it. You got to be there. Yeah. Okay. You know what else is so much fun? And I really am anticipating that it's going to be even more fun today. Gosh, gosh expectations. As I <laughs> stare into the dark abyss of whatever surprise <laughs> this is that you have in store for us. <laughs> Brian, do you know what time it is? What time is it? I think it's time for prayer concerns. Okay, guys, so prayer concerns. 
People in our churches, they like to tell us what they think of the job we're doing. Sometimes they think it's okay. Sometimes they think it's passable. Sometimes they don't like it at all. Right. Right. They don't like what we wear. They don't like the songs we sing. They don't like the volume. They don't, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so people from all over the world send these in anonymously and we share them on the podcast. You can submit yours at prayer, at, sorry, worshipleaderprobs.com. Just click on the prayer concerns tab and uh, submit them anonymously, or you can DM them to us on Instagram. So we recently put a post up uh, dealing with an experience that I had earlier in my ministry when someone had requested that we sing "Circle uh, the Circle of Life from the Lion King movie. And this launched into, the, they are still coming in, comments from people all over the world about what are the weird songs that they're church people have requested. Yeah. So this is like a special edition of prayer concerns, unusual song requests. Oh my gosh. So so good. So let's, (laughs) so good. Let's dive right in prayer concern. Number one, my worship leader once rewrote the song, raise your glass by pink and called it raise your hands. (laughs) The line where she, she says it's okay to be a freak. He changed to it's okay to be one big Jesus freak. (laughs) And I haven't recovered since. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Did this get, was this sung like in church? Um, yeah, they sing oh. it in their church. Oh yeah, man, do we have footage? We need footage. We need footage of Whoever that. Whoever wrote that, please. We need footage of that. One oh big gosh. Jesus freak. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, number two, prayer concern number two. We once did Carry On My Wayward Son by Kansas for a prodigal son sermon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Love the creativity. I can see, that. I can yeah. see it. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. Okay. Number three, prayer concern. Number three, one year during our new year's service, we took requests out of the hymnal and someone requested, Oh Canada, which happened to be in there. Although we are not Canadians. <laughs> Long story short, our whole church loudly bellowed out the Canadian national anthem. <laughs> They're not Canadians. Nope. Nope. And what service was this during? Did you say holiday? This is New Year's. New Year's. New Year's. <laughs> New Year's. Yeah. New Year's service. Okay. <laughs> okay. Got it. I understand. Right, cool. Why All is right. that in a hymnal? I know, right? Oh, Canada. We have to ask Luke. Luke is our uh, oh, yeah. our, our official our Canadian. Our Canadian. Our Canadian Mountie, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Luke. I'm sorry. Okay. Number four. Prayer concern number four. Back in my Pentecostal days, a woman sang desperado as a prophetic word. (laughs) I don't even know what that means. (laughs) And Acostal churches be wild. Desperado be wild and out there. Wow. Okay. Number five. This is the last one. The bottom of the pudding cup. Prayer concern number five. (laughs) <laughs> weirdest one we ever did was a whole new world is that from aladdin mm-hmm. a whole new yeah, world yeah the denomination made us change words to i can show you god's world <laughs> <laughs> to make it church appropriate they were however okay with the magic carpet ride part. <laughs> I can show you God's world. 
Oh, fam. So that is a special edition of Prayer Concerns. Oh, my gosh. Unusual song requests. <laughs> and we have so many of those that we we will be using those periodically. We got to do this so, again. We got to do that again. So keep them coming, man. And if you have regular prayer concerns, you can send those to us as well. Just go to worshipleaderprobs.com and click on the prayer concerns tab. Well, as Jen said earlier, we recently, uh, we got to check off another box on the bucket list uh, as we sat down with Chris Brown from Elevation Worship. They got a new record coming out. We're going to talk a little bit about that in our interview. So let's dive in to our conversation with Chris Brown. Well, the Worship Leader Props podcast is literally thrilled. Thrilled is probably not strong enough of a word, but we are thrilled to have Mr. Chris Brown from Elevation Worship with us today. <laughs> Glad to be here, Mr. Chris Brown. Mr. <laughs> We're very official. Very. I normally wear a bow tie and maybe a top hat sometimes, but it's a... <laughs> I'm, I'm just Mr. Brown. So as Mr. Brown from this point forward. In the- okay. Okay. Mr. Brown. <laughs> Maybe you can tell our listeners where Chris is from for anybody who's living under a rock. Right. You know, <laughs> Elevation, uh, they're just releasing their 14th album. Um, again, if you maybe have never heard of iTunes or whatever, that might be new news to you, but, uh, gosh, guys, we'll talk a little bit more about some of the accolades, but man, the elevation worship, their, their, their songs are being sung literally all over the world every single weekend. And, uh, Chris, I'm always intrigued when we get a chance to talk to people who, uh, are serving a local congregation and yet God sees fit to take their ministry so far beyond the walls of that local congregation. So just on behalf of, uh, you know, Jen and I are worship leaders, worship pastors in local churches. So, uh, on behalf of the rest of us, thank you for these incredible songs that you guys are writing that you get you give us to to uh, lead our congregations in worship. We are super super grateful. Man, that's that's so kind. Thank you for saying that. Um, I mean, we uh, I I am such a church kid. I am such like just rooted family heritage, family history, and just small local church. So what I'm, what I'm a part of now, and I'm a small part of it, um, honestly, but what I am a part of and what God's, you know, doing in this season with elevation is, um, is nothing I saw happening. So, um, yeah, that's, that's amazing. Thank you for saying that. I'm, I'm so happy the songs have been ministering to, to you guys and, um, and people connect with them and, God's using it. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Chris, like Brian said, we were just so excited. We've wanted to talk to you since the beginning of time. So, <laughs> so uh, we are just so excited. This is taking to- way too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit too long. Um, but obviously this, this last season, these last two years have been kind of crazy. It's been a wild ride for everyone. So just on a personal level, how are you and your family doing at the top of 2022? Yeah, we're, we're good. Um, I would say for, for us, 2020 and 2021, we, uh, we didn't slow up a lot when it, when everything hit uh, just really, really quickly. So we, um, we wrote the, the blessing with Carrie Cody, like right as everything was right before everything shut down. Um, 
and we had already turned in our masters for the album graves in the gardens and when that song in a matter of just literally days not not even weeks um when that song was you know um ministering how it was ministering and connecting how it was connecting we we pressed pause really quickly on the graves in the gardens album and said we're going to add this song to it which we'd never done before so and um we're we're all in in lockdown and then we tried for the first time ever like two weeks after that like writing over zoom pastor steven myself and brandon lake Mm -hmm. and we start what became rattle over zoom (laughs) (laughs) of all things over, over this situation right here, we're we're looking at one another and it was, it was awful. It was an awful experience. Um, (laughs) I would, I would never want to relive trying to write a song over zoom. Um, but, uh, you know, the next, the next few days that song, um, took shape and, uh, and in a matter of weeks we had, we had recorded it to an empty room and, I just start there to say, like, I think at the beginning for us in March 2020, that set a precedent of like, you know what, we're going to stay present um, with whatever is happening, whether that's putting two songs, The Blessing and Rattle, very last minute onto this album, or whether that's making sure as a church every Sunday, we're going to show up online for people and minister and just like everyone else who is, you know, doing it or experiencing it, um, you know, experiencing that in empty room broadcasting out. Uh, it was so awkward for it's so eight months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so we didn't let up. Um, I think just personally, because we, we, we just really wanted to be there for people. And we saw the opportunity mm-hmm. to, um, this isn't, this isn't our time to, to go inside and, um, and shut the doors and just wait this thing out. It's, it's our time to, so, um, so yeah, the last couple of years have been nonstop. You know, we re- recorded old church basement with Mav city and that was, that was a whirlwind an amazing whirlwind in and of itself. The writing all took place. Most of the writing I should say took, took place in just a couple of weeks leading up to that. And, um, and then this, this past year we've, we've recorded, recorded in a different way than we ever have. And, and we're getting ready to release this next album, but um, the start of this year to, to finally make our way to your, your question, make my way to your, how are we doing at the top of 2022? We're good. Um, we're the good kind of breathless, I think right now. Um, <laughs> but fam is all good. Things are, things are opening up in, in North Carolina um, for our kids. And we've got, yeah, we've got a lot to look forward to. Man, I'm so glad to hear that. So glad to hear that. Um, okay, so you've mentioned kids. So, I mean, we know you're a husband, your dad, worship leader, songwriter, recording artist, Dove and Billboard Music Award winner. Uh, you guys have three Grammy nominations uh, this year, which is just so amazing. Uh, you're touring, you're leading on the weekends. That's a lot. That is quite a lot uh, to have going all at the same time. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your story? Like when did you get involved in music? You mentioned that you're a church kid. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about how you found your way into this? Yeah. I, so I was born while my parents were in seminary. 
Um, and then I was, I really was raised just like full on church kid. Our house was literally across the street from the church. Um, and so every day I was, I was at the church, either practicing piano or skating up and down the halls. Um, cause they had the best tile slick floors. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> exactly. Um, mom and dad both sang. My mom played organ. Dad taught me how to play guitar when I was 13. Um, I, you know, started my first band with two friends. We'd practice in the church basement that had like eight foot ceilings. So it was just, <laughs> you know, just noise and loud sound. Um, on my mom's side of the family, like there is, I come from a long line of, of families in ministry. Her dad was a pastor. His dad was a pastor, preacher. All her brothers and sisters were in full-time ministry. Mm-hmm. My sister married a pastor. It's like, <laughs> it's in the blood everywhere. So it's awesome. I, I knew it. Um, I knew at 17, I wanted to serve, serve the church. I felt, mm-hmm. I felt called. Um, I, I had a great experience seeing my parents serve the church. Um, they, they were amazing models for, for people in full-time ministry and raising a family and all the things that it could look like complications that could come along with it. Or, um, I don't know, expectations that could be placed on, you know, ministers, kids. Um, they, they did an amazing job of, of letting my sister and myself like, um, feel, feel free to discover our own identities and our own passions. And they weren't, um, they never pushed us or, you know, pressed us to be in ministry. But at 17, I was like, I, I, I know God is calling me to this and, um, I knew it would involve music, but didn't honestly had zero aspirations that it would look like what I'm doing now. I I went to school for music, um, went to college after that for, for music. I knew I wanted to serve the local church, um, because that's what I knew. Again, that's what was modeled for me, but I, I didn't at 17 have like this in mind nor was it something I was really kind of after, I guess, like it just, um, it's just, you know, what, what it became. So, wow. Wow. A little bit of my story. Wow. Yeah. So elevation worship is just an absolute force. Like Brian said, you guys' songs are just being sung all over the world. Any given Sunday, there's churches doing um, your music um, so when all of this started out, I mean, you've, you've already kind of said you, you didn't imagine it, you know, turning into this. I'm, I'm thinking like when you guys are recording that first album, were you thinking, well, we're just putting this out for our church or, you know, can you kind of tell us about how that's, um, unfolded, I guess, in, in what Elevation's doing through worship? Yeah. I mean, so when we first, um, my, myself and Wade Joy, who's the worship pastor here for 15 years and Mac Brock. Um, we all came on 2007, maybe I think it was six or seven. And, um, pastor Steven sat us down and said, I, you know, I want elevation to be a church who loves worship. I want us to be a a worshiping body. And part of that is going to be us, um, writing, writing songs. And we're going to teach our church how to worship. And we're going to 
set that that atmosphere and um the church at this point was like eight months old like there there was no um it was just very church plant phase but he knew early on that early on that even writing original music was was something you know this ministry was called to do and so we set out right away like um I mean, I think six months after that, we we were either recording or releasing. I can't remember our first album very quickly. Um, and yes, I think we, um, our church graciously endured the songs we were writing back then. <laughs> <laughs> but we, uh, you know, we, we kind of set a precedent and, and a standard for ourselves. Um, put some, put some heat on our, ourselves creatively to, Every every year we're going to release an album and it's going to be a marker for our ministry and mm. we'll give it to the people and um, whether they listen that's that's you know up to them after we <laughs> so I mean we it it did begin you know all those years ago fifteen years ago I guess and we've um, you know like I think like most creatives we began by imitating and we we wrote wrote what we heard others or we we wrote what we we tried to write what we were hearing others write um doing it much better um and uh and that's what that's what we knew for years until eventually we were able to come into our own voice and discover our our own voice and pastor Stephen he and I have um we so we met in high school and um we knew each other's as each other as teenagers and um played in bands together. And so I first knew him as a musician. I first knew him as a, mm-hmm. um, as a punk rock kid. And, uh, <laughs> and so I wasn't surprised, obviously we had kept in touch through college and everything. I wasn't surprised in the least that he had um, decided to plant a church and that gift for him to pastor and preach um, that gift from God was, was on his life. Mm-hmm. So um when he when he started to hop hop in and write with us, I mean, it's probably almost I don't know eight nine years ago now. Um, that that just became fun for me because it was um, it's kind of what what I always experienced, you know, from the from the jump of my relationship with him. And so he's just been a central central part. He's he's extremely creative. Um, in in a lot of different ways, uh, but writing is is just his heartbeat and as his worship. So it's uh, it's yeah. unique, you know. Not a lot of churches are set up this way or have for sure have the pastor um, have that gift or passion or um, or calling. You know. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's incredible! That's incredible. So uh, you guys are just releasing your fourteenth album, Lion. Uh, we got a chance to listen early, and man fam, this is going to, there's going to be so, so many moments coming out of this, mm-hmm. uh, for you and your, your personal time, as well as your congregations. And can't wait to see what God's going to do with these songs. Um, and as I was reading a little bit, it sounds like this one's been kind of a long time in the making. It, it has. Yeah. I wouldn't say too, too long, but we, we did, um, typically our recording process would look like, uh, for a live album have the night of worship where we capture every song and then we move into, you know, the post-production of 
editing and sending off to mix. And um, this one, we, we, we captured some of the songs in June. We got in the studio, wrote some more in July and wrote a lot in August and then decided let's, let's just get in the studio in September and start recording some of, some of these songs that don't we there's, so there's a few songs for, um, for anyone who hasn't heard it, there's a few songs on the album that don't fit, um, a corporate worship, um, box, so to speak, I guess, or don't fit into our, our typical, um, mode that we've put out music and, um, and those, but those were some of the most fun, you know, writing sessions I've, I've had Pat Barrett wrote a good bit on this album. And, um, and that was, that was life-giving in so many ways. Brandon Lake was a big collaborator on this album. And that's the last few years that's just been, um, been amazing too. And so like for us to, for us to get in a room and write Pat, Pastor Steven and uh, Brandon and myself all wrote the opening track, for instance, Bye Bye Babylon. It's very different. Um, and it started as a upbeat, really loud, raucous, Bye Bye Babylon situation um, that's kind of, it kind of nodded to Mike Get Loud and kind of had this rock vibe. And then it just um, started to dissolve into the, the bass line and I'm not a bass player, but we had a bass in the room. So I picked up the bass and it dissolved into this bass line that starts the song. And then everything began to like kind of morph around it. And it's not one that your congregation is going to sing. It's not one that we're going to do in church really. Um, but it sets a, it sets a mood and, um, and it's rooted in Psalm 137 and it's rooted back in, in Ezra and the end of Chronicles when, uh, the Israelites have been, you know, taken into captivity in Babylon. And then they, after 50 or so years, they're, they're released and they're able to return to Jerusalem and rebuild the temple. And it's this sense of hopefulness and wonder, but also like, uh, you, as you can imagine, people who have been in exile for 50 years, um, really nerves and maybe some a good deal of joy mixed with mourning because uh, those who knew what the temple used to look like, who are maybe 80 years old and they're returning and they're seeing it in ruins and what's in front of them is the rebuilding process. Like there's just all these emotions mixed with the, the seven-year-old who was born in Babylon and is coming home or what, what his or her family may, you know, their, their heritage is what, what it's, what it's been home for them. And they're seeing it for the first time. Anyway, I just think like there's, there's a lot of richness to that song, but it's very, it's kind of obscured in like the, the pop nature or the chill nature of what the song is. Um, and there's, there's others like that on the album. I think this album is very colorful in its styles and, um, and, you know, corporate songs versus you, you mentioned just like personal listening songs. So it's been a really fun one to, to work on. We, we recorded again in October, um, our last handful of live, um, songs as a church and, and it's finally coming out. That's awesome. That's exciting. So Chris, at the end of, um, every conversation we have, we, we like to ask what we call the big room question. 
And this just basically means if we could gather every single worship leader, tech production, church volunteer, just the entire creative crew, if we could get everybody in one giant room and we handed you a mic, what would you feel compelled to say to them? Yeah, um, that's a great question. I would, so Eugene Peterson has has this quote that um, struck me years ago. and it's from his book, Along Obedience in the Same Direction. And um, he says, one aspect of the world that I have found to be particularly dangerous to Christians is this, the assumption that anything worthwhile can be acquired at once. Mm-hmm. We assume if anything can be done at all, it can be done quickly and effective and efficiently. Mm-hmm. And so that struck me because I think human nature is if if it's going to be good for me i can learn it in 24 hours if it's yeah. going to be you know a blessing to me i can get it and snatch it and acquire it at once and it's going to happen overnight and if god called me to this i'm going to see it manifested in you know next week and i I love to be efficient. I am a three on the Enneagram. I like to to check things off. I like to see progress. I like to mark things off a list. I like to multitask. Um, But I think now having been in ministry this long, raising kids of my own, um, I think some of my greatest joys and some of the greatest things I've seen God do in my life have taken years to, to see any fruit from. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I was 20, um, and in college, I had this mentor, Lee McDermott, who was this worship pastor, um, at a local church. And, um, and I would always drill him, um, about wanting to be effective, wanting to grow and wanting to, um, you know, be the best I can be. And I'm, I'm a kid, but I, you know, train me up. I want to, I want to, impact the world. I want to impact our city at least. Um, and in my mind, me asking him to help me be effective equaled visibility. Mm-hmm. And I think what I was really asking and wanting was like, how can I get to your level of influence and visibility as quickly as possible? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course he was older than me. And of course he had seen more years in me and he was more experienced in me. And so his way of coaching me was by asking me to show up at the church office on a Tuesday um, and, and make copies of sheet music for the band to then go and rehearse Wednesday afternoon. And he asked me to set up the music stands and put the sheet music that I'd printed off at the church office, um, you know, on the stands and run cables and stay after practice when I'm not a part of this practice or a part of the yeah. band <laughs> um, and, and tear down their, their equipment. And, um, and I was like, huh, that's, that's interesting. I thought I asked you about being effective as a worship. <laughs> um, but man, I cannot tell you, you know, how valuable that was for me. And, um, and that's just obviously one, one small example, but I think for anyone out there, um, trusting, trusting seeds, trusting what you're sowing, um, understanding 
like the way to find your purpose and see your purpose unfold is to simply serve like whatever's right in front of you, whatever's in your hands right now, that is the way you will, you will see God's purpose for your life unfold time and time again. At least that's been my story. I believe that's rooted scripturally. Um, and I don't think there's any overnight success stories, but, um, just, uh, stay planted, man. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord will flourish in the courts of our God, Psalm 92. And, um, and don't, don't, don't wish for things to happen overnight. I mean, I guess we could wish for them. No, no harm in asking for it. No harm in praying. Mm -hmm. But, um, I, I think things that take, take time to develop, um, are worth waiting for. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 Well, Chris, thank you so much for taking time. Our love uh, to all the Elevation fam. And uh, guys, make sure you look for Lion from Elevation Worship. And go follow Elevation Worship and Chris Brown on all the socials if you haven't done that. So, Chris, thanks for taking time today. This has been great. Thanks, you guys. So good, man. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Have you heard that song, it Might Get Loud? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, I've heard it and I've, I've made it, it loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love it so much, man. Make sure you guys go check that out. Uh, always happy when Elevation Worship comes out with new music, man. They are writing some killer stuff. And, yeah, they are. Um, yeah, love it. Love it. And love that conversation with Chris. I know. He's a really cool guy. I liked him. Cool guy. Very, very cool. Solid very dude. Cool. Solid dude. Solid. Soup solid, <laughs> as they say. Oh, man, we better wrap this up before we burn it down. <laughs> We're going to burn it to the ground today. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you also for subscribing. And listen, if you haven't subscribed, you need right. to go do that. Go Why subscribe not? wherever it is that you're getting this podcast, whether mm. it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I don't know what else is out there. Make it happen, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> go subscribe. That way you never have to go look for us. We just show up. Yeah, just show up right there. Just show up right there. Fresh. Easy fresh, peasy. Early, early in the morning on Tuesday. Oh my God, I got to get through this so we could just end it. <laughs> oh my gosh. And do us a favor. Go on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating with a nice review. Drop some nice words in there. It just helps us get the message of the podcast out in front of more people because, you know, algorithms algorithms Maybe in Maybe. complicado <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'm sorry thank you so much for following us on all of the socials uh at worship leader probs on instagram facebook tiktok you can even find us over on twitter by searching the hashtag worship leader probs yeah and please do we love engaging with you we love connecting with you you guys are the best yeah uh you know who else is the best our friends at maven media productions they are handling the editing of our podcast and uh, all the images and videos that you see. That's all coming from Maven. Uh, if you if you need help at your church or maybe you started a, a business that's not a church or a ministry, uh, you need some help with design or consulting, branding, social media, whatever. Hit them up at mavenmediaproductions.com. They are incredible people, and I know that they will help you. They'll crush it for you. So hit them up. They're great. Uh, and thanks to our friend Scott Hoke for our voiceover intro. Guys, we love you. Thanks so much for listening to episode 169. We'll see you next week. Deuces.
Smell you later.